Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome in Houdat Nation. Week 13 begins on a Thursday night. We were just here a week ago for Thanksgiving. Well, not at Rouse's. Thank God we're back at Rouse's, obviously, Scotty. Love but, being here. Uh, we're back and it's a game day, another Thursday night, back-to-back for this Saints team trying to snap a four-game losing skid. We've heard it all week long. And uh, the bad news of this morning, we were hit with that the questionables, the three questionables for this Saints squad are going to be out. That's running back Alvin Kamara uh, and offensive lineman Teron Armstead and Ryan Ramchak, two uh, key pieces on the offensive line which along with Andrews Pete, now that's three of your five starters that are going to be out for this game, along with your top offensive weapon and Alvin Kamara for another contest. Good news. i, I got to get some we good news We got one in. good news. Good news is Mark Ingram is full and ready to play. Well, he's going to be needed tonight. <sighs> Everyone he, cheers at Rouse's. Yes, he better play every down. I mean, honestly, because without Kamara, we already know Thomas has been out. Troutman, who was just starting to come into his own, is out. Three of your offensive linemen are out. Your quarterback's out. This backup quarterback did not work out. So you're trying for that spark, and this is what the Saints' hope is tonight, that Taysom Hill can somehow provide it. Obviously, he does give you a, a run threat that you didn't get at all for either of your Absolutely. past two quarterbacks. So, listen, here's the Jam- problem. Jameis had a little wiggle to him. A little bit, not much. <laughs> but, but, you know, Jameis was playing well, I thought, when he, before he got hurt. But here, real quick, the Cowboys' defense is what they haven't had Monster, in the right. past. You know, they've had this great offense. Obviously, they've got a great three-headed monster at wide receiver, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, one of the best running backs in the league, usually have a stout offensive line, maybe not as good as the past years when they were great. But the fact is this defense is the difference maker, and it's been being done by two guys in general that are so young. You got Micah Parsons. I mean, this guy from Penn State, the first-round pick, didn't right. even play college football last season, much like Jamar Chase. He opted out. So he only played one year, really, of college football. It's going to take him a while to acclimate in the NFL then. Yeah, sure. Yeah, right. right. He's gonna be, he, could be, he could be the MVP of the league in defense. That's how good this rookie is. I don't know when that's ever happened, but the fact is, is Parsons played sparingly his freshman year at Penn State. He was a middle linebacker, by the way. He played defensive end in, in, uh, in, in high school. James Franklin moved to middle linebacker. He played one full year, and he was phenomenal, the best linebacker in the Big Ten, one of the best in the country, obviously. He sat out in 2020, 
came back in this year, and he is unreal. He is Fuego. a one-man wrecking machine, and that's the guy the Saints going to have problems with because now he's obviously he's outside, and he's sacking the quarterback, and he's getting all over the place. And when you put Trayvon Diggs, you know, the DB that leads the NFL in interceptions, he's got eight. You know, that's Stephon's brother who went to Alabama, and Nick Saban said, you're not going to play wide receiver like your brother. We're moving you to DB. And he cried for three days, and now he's one of the best DBs in the league. So, you know, this team is pretty stacked. I know the uh, Cowboys have lost three out of four. But oh, still. and Dallas is getting Demarcus Lawrence back, by the way. He's been officially activated off injured reserve and will be active this game. Uh, we all remember him, I'm sure, from – Oh, my goodness. He killed us on that, that, that primetime game a there couple you go. years back. It was bad. Yeah, one of the best one of the best pass rushers in the league. I mean, he came into his own a few years ago, and he's just been one of the best. But he's only played one game this season. But of course, he's coming back tonight to play against your New Orleans Saints. Yeah, we want to hear from you definitely on the Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line five zero four two six zero one eight seventy. Please give us a call. We're looking for any kind of good news uh, to go into this game. We're feeling just as uh, down and I guess beaten down by the way this team has been. Uh, the, the injuries have just racked up for this squad, and it's been brutal to watch because you're trying to stay optimistic and say the next guy up, the next man up. But when you have a preseason game number three or, you know, four roster out on the, on the field, it's a little bit tough to keep up with other teams that have their prime guys still available. And this, this Dallas team, like you said a little bit ago, they're pretty healthy coming into this game. I, I know – you know, the, the news of Demarcus Lawrence just making this defense even more fierce is not what we want to hear down uh, the offensive linemen and all the weapons that we're lacking. But you know what? T- Taysom Hill might have to run for his life tonight, so I hope his foot's feeling okay. It better be feeling okay. I mean, seriously, the Saints, listen, I, I, I've been optimistic, as you know. I've never seen two games back-to-back by the Saints that they look so porous. Last week was the most helpless feeling I had watching the Saints offense since – uh, in the mid-'80s when Guido Merkins quarterbacked the game. I think it was against the Packers. I was in college. I came down and watched it. And Guido was a great utility player, you know, just a fan favorite, Rich Marty type. But he played quarterback that game, and you just knew they weren't going to get the ball past mid- midfield. And this is how I felt yeah. month, Tuesday night. It was just hard. I mean, Thursday night, Thanksgiving <laughs> night. It was just hard Tuesday, to watch. Thursday, it all blends together. It, it is at this point. But the fact is, is I was having hope. I thought that the two tackles were going to be back. I thought Camaro was going to come back. And I had a lot of hope coming into this game. You know, I said, okay, they can't have three just bad performances in a row. They have the NFL's longest losing streak right now, which I can't even fathom. That's four games. And I'm sure Sean Payton loves that one. He's never had a five-game losing streak. So, I mean, I'm sure this is eating him up. And this is, for whatever reason, I'm just going to give us hope. I really feel he's got some kind of rabbit because this can't happen three times in a row, meaning five losses and three horrible performances. Well, the good news is at least they've been pretty successful against this Dallas team in the past. But when you look at just the weapons on both sides of your offense, uh, Dak Prescott's having a heck of a year coming back from that ankle injury and has been utilizing all that weapons. Even, even running back Ezekiel Elliott has had some good games. Even everybody wanted to write him off as a huge bust. You know, in the beginning of the season, he was. I mean, he wasn't having that wiggle, but if you watch some of these primetime games they've had recently, he's the old Ezekiel Elliott again. He's and a great player. for some reason, the Saints defense has, started to, has struggled now stopping the run the past two games. It's been, it's been unbelievable. I mean, I, I don't even know. It looks like, you know, uh, a sieve going through sometimes. But that de- Saints defense has to come up big today. They're going to be counted on to carry this game, obviously. Taysom Hill, Mark Ingram. Uh, I, I don't – it's hard to find the obvious positives – it really is, but 
I know this. I, I believe in Sean Payton, and that's one thing. That's why I'll always give us hope in a game like this, nighttime, Cowboys. is going to be a lot of emotion in that dome. Yeah. Remember last week you asked me, uh, do you think there's going to be any electricity? Well, there was a good crowd. I mean, we thought maybe Thanksgiving it might be not like Halloween, right? Right, plus the team wasn't doing so well with all the injuries, a lot of – who, who's this playing on my roster? Are people going to rather stay home than go into the Dome? But, no, you're right. That, it was definitely a packed house. And if they gave them something to really cheer for, I think they could have blown the top off that roof. And that's what you got to hope for tonight because those last four games that we've lost, the first quarter already falling behind in the first quarter, first we're, half. We're digging ditches every game, Double-digit right? deficits each of these times. And you just cannot keep doing that, but it's a broken record. We keep saying it. And those other three games, particularly the first two, they came back and made the game. Even the Falcons game, they took the lead before losing at the end. And the Eagles kind of made the score look better, but it really was nothing. But those first two, and then the Eagles was there. But this one, this last one on, on Thursday night against, against the team that's it, really it was, good. It, but it was just, a lot of just, you know, you got the backhand constantly to the face all night. Like you said, the, the Buffalo Bills were able to do whatever they wanted. And the, the Saints offense has just been stuck in the mud, not been able to get out of the rut to start games. And that's been the killer, you know, having to be that, hey, we got to come back from a 20-point deficit here in the fourth quarter. I mean, we're playing against good quarterbacks right now. Hurts has had a gr- great season. Obviously, Josh Allen's an MVP candidate. But Dak Prescott, to me, is as good as <laughs> either of those guys. And he's one Absolutely. of my favorite quarterbacks in the league. And this guy, you know, with his – you know, he's not as mobile with that injury, the gruesome injury he had last year, but he's still having a very good season. Uh, he scares me. So this defense, like I said earlier, has got to help carry this team when you know the offense has so many limitations. And that's what surprised me the most last time because, you know, Allen was running at will. You know, they would just run all the receivers wide. You know, Buffalo had those three guys that can do. And, and, and the Cowboys three are better. And I thought Buffaloes are really good, but Cowboys three are much better. So you're giving all the space open for the quarterback to scramble for easy first downs whenever he wants to. Absolutely. And they have to contain and keep Dak Prescott out of space because even coming off that injury, he will motor and get a first down like Josh Allen did, it seemed like, 12 times last week. Coming back with more First Take, I'm Steve Geller with Scott Alexander here at Rouse's Ambarone in the CBD. Want to hear from you, Houdat Nation, 504-260-1870 on the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line. Coming back with more on WWL Saints Radio right after the break. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Who that? Welcome back into First Take on WWO Saints Radio. We're broadcasting live from Rouse's Market on Barone in the CBD every home game. A lot of fun stuff going on here, Scotty. We got folks coming in for their pregame needs. I see plenty of the alcoholic beverages going out. Yeah, the, the pregaming has begun. And, you know, Rouse is just a perfect location because you're only three blocks from the Dome. And no matter what way you're coming, you know, you get off O'Keefe if you're coming from, say, you know, uh, the West Bank. And you get off at Loyola if you're coming from everywhere else. And it's right here, right there on, on Gerard, where it circles around. Such easy access, easy. right? Yeah, Barone, Barone on one side, O'Keefe on the I other. I just learned there's another parking garage besides the par- parking lot here because I was the – parking lot Upstairs. stalker before coming in for the show. Yeah, because it was crowded. People are getting their stuff. So, yeah, you finally found a place to park, right? Right, right. In the main <laughs> lot. I didn't know about the other lot they have here as well. Yeah, they got another lot, too. So, look for the extra lots. They got parking on the street, too. But this is where everybody's coming, man. Pre-game's always great here. Get your stuff three blocks away and then go have some fun uh, at your tailgate. Yeah, and hopefully we have uh, reason to celebrate tonight. It's been since Halloween, Scotty, since this team has won a game. It's that's we, a whole month we went in November. Ofer no, in November. No shave November was no win November. Yeah, it really was, and it was hard to watch. Uh, you know, they showed some signs early on this last game. What, what do you, what's your take coming off a game like that, a team like the Saints, particularly guys on defense that have so much pride? You know, when they come back, I mean, this is a human nature sport. It really is. And, Absolutely. And you come back, and, and you, you, you know, that was a short week they played on last week because they played, obviously, Sunday and then they came in, and they were out of town in Philly. They came back and had the game on Thursday. No excuses. Buffalo had the same issue. But they have, they've had a full week to let this one digest. And they were thoroughly embarrassed on national TV. Do you think that plays into their psyche in a positive way? I definitely think that they know that they're better than this. And right now, you know, four straight losses is something we, we're not used to around these parts. And neither is this. This team's got too much leadership around it. To stand for that, I know Cam Jordan, your Demario Davises, Malcolm um, Jenkins. I mean, Malcolm guys Jenkins have been around the league a while. Even you know, I was shocked so much last year how much Demario Davis talked about how much he said this defense goes with how Marshawn Lattimore does basically, and like he's he's the guy on the field. So if he's having a bad game, it might not be good news for the rest of this team. And we saw what Stephon Diggs was doing. Oh, my goodness. I mean, yeah. Stefan is one of the best receivers in the league. And the only – here's some good news for you. I mean, Amari Cooper is back. He's going to be on a pitch count, basically. He's not going to play right. a ton he, of downs. He, but, he but, can't be completely full. But he's, but he's still going to be a factor. He's big, strong, and fast. He's got everything you want in a receiver. But C.D. Lamb has become the guy on this team, the Oklahoma, you know, second-year player, and he's becoming a superstar. Uh, and he's back, and that was the other thing. He was questionable. E- even Ezekiel Elliott was questionable. 
uh, Amari Cooper was leaning on even not playing, and now he is playing. And then Michael Gallup's playing well. I mean, they've just got weapons all over the place. And, and the, t- the tight, tight end, end, right. Schultz got a touchdown last week. So Dak has a lot of options to look at. So as far as covering those guys, Paulson Adebo is going to have to come back big. Bradley Roby's going to be playing a good bit. Obviously, Marshawn Latimer's got to be playing one of the best games of his life because he's going to be tested. Yeah, and it's going to really hurt, obviously, this game. You mentioned all those weapons, not having a guy still like C.J. Gardner-Johnson uh, back in the lineup. Uh, I miss him. I really miss his just leadership. From, yeah. yeah, from the, what he brought to the field, but also just that vocal uh, dog mentality, that, dog. that tough guy you needed on the field. He's a dog, and I hate to keep talking about players we don't have, but these <laughs> are factors. But he is a guy that quickly, early in his career, the other players started gravitating to and looking up to him, even though he was only, he's only a third-year player. So the fact is, is the guys they have, they still have a ton of talent playing on the defense, right? The offense is a little bit limited when you're missing three your starting offensive linemen. But the defense has shown that they can take over a game. They did it early in the season a couple times. They've got to do it again tonight. But what do you feel the coach's factor, not to get off this, you want to say something before I get in the coach? I'm just, to me, you know, you look at this Saints depth chart, obviously, and yeah. you're scratching off all these names. And just the defensive side, we still don't have Marcus Davenport and Tano Passigno. That's hurt. Who are your top two sack guys on this team? And Cam Jordan's been coming around lately, but he's, he's not the same pass rusher he once was. Still very good against the run. Um, they're they're going to need more from like uh, a Carl Granderson. Daniel, David Onyemata. I got to see a little more. I mean, uh, Absolutely. You know what? And I thought this team was going to struggle so much without him right. in the lineup. And I was surprised on how they all rallied and really came together. But since he's been back, he's been really quiet as well. Especially the recent games. When he first came back, he made a little bit of a splash. But, yeah, in the recent games, I, we just haven't seen as much. I'm not putting it on him. There's schemes that, you know, people are uh, uh, defending against him, you know. But the fact here is the guys like Quan Alexander, David Onyemata, Quan I thought played an excellent game. The fabulous interception Absolutely. he had right before the half against the Bills. But, like, we have names Oh, another guy, Kate Nellis, linebacker, is also down. Kate Nellis is out too. But we have dudes on that defense, and – I really believe in that defense, and I don't think they can show that kind of performance like they had last week, despite all the great players coming back for the Cowboys. Well, sadly, I think a lot of the two is for them is with the limited time that the offense has been on the field, the defense is constantly cycling out there, and you guys are, you know, gasping for breath, and you don't have the depth to keep cycling in your guys on the defensive line or even in the secondary, so guys are getting a bit worn out. Yeah, the, the time of possession has been leaning the other Slanted, way, partic- so, right. particularly in the first half. I mean, that's the thing. When you get behind by 10, 14, even, you know, 20 points early, well, you know, this team is not made to come back. We've got a couple Cowboy fans here. Is they, is Michael Irvin, or we got a new – what do we got here? Oh, CeeDee Lamb. That's still Michael Irvin right there. 88 will always be Michael Irvin. I see, I see Demarcus <laughs> Lawrence over there. So, yeah, we got a couple Cowboy fans here. Hey, Saints. We're here for couple, from Jersey, all right? To come see you hey, I'm from Jersey, all right. Who that? All right, y'all take care. Uh, you're going down tonight, by the way. Uh, no, but as far as the key right here, the defense has to definitely come through. Yeah, and I think we've seen this offense struggle so much to start games that this, they needed to have this change at quarterback for hopefully some kind of spark. Taysom has to, uh, you know, when he comes on into the field or he's lined up at wide receiver type, there, there, there is a different buzz when he gets into the game, I feel like. You know, this is his opportunity. You know, he, he lost the starting job in preseason. And then he, then he got hurt. So when the starter, Jameis Winston, gets hurt, he, he hurt. hits his opportunity, then what do you know? Oh, 
he's not ready to come in because of a concussion, then the nagging plantar fasciitis. Fasciitis, fasciitis yes, yeah, thank fasciitis. you, which is awful. I, I mean, I don't know if I've you've had it. It's okay. the worst. You can't walk. I mean, it's terrible. No, your foot feels like it's on fire. But he's, this is his chance right now. Now, listen, they had to make this move. They had to. I think the fans would have revolted if they didn't, just from the helplessness we've seen on the offense the last couple games in particular. And honestly, I didn't think Trevor Simeon had a bad first two games, but the last two for me have been ugly. Well, he, he really didn't play great until the fourth quarter in either of those games. I mean, he, it's just, he was always, it seemed a step behind on the pass. And I'm not saying it's always his fault because the receivers weren't getting a ton of space, you know, well, in like their I, routes. I'm, like I said, sorry, no, no offense, but it's, it's a third preseason, you know, roster right. you're out there with and that's what that's the same thing Jameis had to deal with basically except for he had Camara. that's what that's what obviously Simeon dealt with and this is what unfortunately Taysom Hill's gonna have to deal with he's gotta have to make the plays himself and find these weapons that we have I mean make them become weapons I should say because right now they're not scaring anybody on the defensive side of the ball yeah definitely and I think the foot injury scares me going into this game obviously because he's gonna need to run for his life I think tonight well, I don't think Peyton would play him if he didn't, if he didn't think the foot was okay. That's the thing I'm going with. That, and that's why he didn't play, obviously, the last couple of games. Uh, you know, because he passed concussion protocol already. So right. that foot wasn't there. And Taysom knows this is a game they have to win. And as crazy as it says, I've said must win the last two weeks, and I, I know I'm a <laughs> broken record. Four straight weeks of must win. But the crazy thing is there's still only a game out of the playoffs, which is kind of crazy. To, you still have, what's that, six games left? So you got, you're only one game out, so you control pretty much your own destiny here for the most part, but it's going to be tough getting the wins. But tonight, you got to get it. Yeah, this, this Cowboys team hasn't been lighting things up uh, of late either. They've lost three of their last four, so it's not like they're a well-oiled machine coming into this matchup either. I feel I, like we just said that about the Bills last week, too, because they were, they were struggling <laughs> yeah, coming well, in, too. Yeah, we don't, we don't need to be the get-right game now for the Dallas Cowboys. Well, that certainly happened last week, and I know they're looking at this Here's the thing. When teams do take you for granted, and, I, I, you know, there's no coach out there. There's really no right, coaches were, on the offensive side. The, I Mike mean, McCarthy I'm, is out. I'm, yeah, he's out. He ain't on the field, but he's out. And, I mean, and, I don't know. And, oh, what do you know? Who's the guy on the sideline now? Oh, Dan Quinn, 28-3. I think Saints fans will take that. We'll take that. Uh, I mean, Dan Quinn obviously got to a Super Bowl pretty quick, so he's not a terrible coach. And he obviously he went to Super Bowls with uh, the Seattle Seahawks when he was a defense coordinator. So Dan's not a, a newbie on the sideline. And I know we joke because of the Falcons and the rivalry and, right, and him losing the Super Bowl lead, but that's got to give them some stability there. But he ain't making play calls, and, I mean, I don't know exactly where that's coming from because a lot of their offense of coaches aren't they're going to be there either because of COVID. Uh, but Dak Prescott has been in this league. Dak's a smart, a, a smart player, uh, a smart quarterback. At Mississippi State, he did great things, particularly against LSU. And now uh, he's having a great NFL career. So Dak's been around this system a while. I think they're going to probably be fine. Who that nation want to hear from you on the Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line. 504-260-1870. Going to check in now with the Longshoreman. How you doing, man? Who that? Hey, Steve and Scott. How y'all doing? What's up, Longshoreman? It's always great to hear your voice, my friend. Oh, it's good to hear y'all's voices, man. I know y'all having a good time down there at Rouse's right there downtown. Yeah, you're right. Good show. Yeah, good showing, huh? A lot of fans starting to mill around. Yeah, they are, man. I yeah, mean, they're they getting the refreshments awesome. and all. And we guy just walked up right. to the table with the Saints shirt. Yeah, it's been fun down here, buddy. Well, I wish I could make it. I don't think I'm going to make it tonight. My son will be there uh, representing, supporting the Hootat Nation, uh, the Saints. But, man, you said a mouthful a minute ago. Uh, it, it was, well, a couple of things. It was really frustrating watching that uh, debacle 
last week. And uh, this this uh, offense has to put some uh, some some drives together to give the defense a rest because they're killing our defense. Yeah, well, the problem is now with the offense, with so many guys down, though, somebody's got to step up. Somebody's got to be the dude for this team right now, and nobody's been that playmaker. We thought we were going to get Alvin Kamara back this week, and for me, I, f- I feel a lot better with this offense when one of the top weapons in the NFL is playing. We're not going to have him today. Absolutely. I am confident. I- I'm-, I'm confident that Mark Ingram can tote the load uh, at the running back spot, but who, who's going to make that game breaker? Who's going to make that play that everybody, you know, drops their cup for, for that play? Yeah. When you see Deontay Harris maybe juking somebody out and, and doing something on special teams, or has it got to right. be somebody the on receivers. defense like, like yeah. a Lattimore yeah, or, or someone? We definitely got to have some receivers step up in this game, and they cannot drop the balls on, on Taysom, man. If Taysom hits you, man, in the bread basket, please catch the ball and make a play. Don't, don't, you know, don't drop passes like you did with Trevor. I thought Trevor played pretty good in a couple of those games, and our receivers were uh, letting him down. Yeah, you're right. The receivers have to come through. I mean, listen, these are some of the lower-rated receivers right now in the NFL. I'm looking at the offensive stats. The Saints are near the bottom. Only teams like the Chicago Bears and Houston Texans and Seattle Seahawks, who've been struggling without Wilson and now struggling with them, are behind them. So, yeah, Marcus, Marquez Callaway. Traquan Smith, these two in particular have to come up big for this New Orleans Saints team. We've been talking about Traquan Smith, though, for how long to come up big. And he's had his moments where there's games where he showed up, but it's not been consistent. Uh, I want to see a seven-catch, 120-yard, three-touchdown performance from this guy, and it just hasn't happened. Just don't don't go out there and go three and out two or three times in a row. We've got to put drives together. And, uh, you know, just, just give, give your defense a, a little bit of a breather, man. Those guys are sucking wind halfway through the second quarter because the offense can't go out there and get a first down. I mean, Longshoreman, I feel this is the exact conversation we had last Thursday. Because, and then we went out and watched that first quarter, three and out, you know, three and out. And then I'm just like, Buffalo drops down and scores. And we're down again. So this, I mean, I keep saying this every week, it seems like we cannot let this team come in and score. We haven't scored a uh, touchdown on an opening drive this entire season. That's unheard of God, for the one past thing for teams. sure. If, if, if it's another game where we only have somewhere around 190 yards of offense, it's going to be a long night for them. Certainly will. Heard that. Yeah, Appreciate on. your time, Longshoreman. Now, Scott, I, the thing that was bothering me in that, that game yes, uh, last week, just a week ago, we, were, we just talked about it against Buffalo. You know, you see the struggles that Taysom Hill was having, but yet Trevor Simeon. Yeah. Trevor Simeon, Taysom yeah. Hill's there on the sideline right. watching and still not able to be, to be contributing because of the foot injury, but yet still active on game day. And I know that was very frustrating for people. I mean, uh, for, for everybody in the stands, because I think everybody was wondering, why, not, why not give right. him a shot? And I know it's frustrating for Taysom. I mean, I, I zeroed in. We have binoculars up in the booth when I'm with Deuce and Mike Haas, and I was just looking at him for some body language. You could tell he wasn't overtly frustrated, but you could just feel it internally I mean you could look at his face and just he was just wide-eyed just like I wish I could be out there you know and now he's going to get his chance to be out there right these dudes are all alphas nobody wants to be sitting on the sideline as an observer especially when you're observing what he was observing when you know that you could probably help you know I guess he I guess he he had to be somewhat healthy if they're going to have him active last week but they weren't ready for Ian Book to officially be a backup quarterback on this team in case Trevor went down last week but they weren't they weren't ready to play him in that that you know, jack-of-all-trades role where, you know, he plays that 
we, that's an overused term, but the Swiss Army knife role. So when he wasn't playing quarterback the Swiss Army knife, I think all the fans were like, why is he even out there if he's even dressed out? So I think that's what led to a lot of the fans' frustration because I, I felt like I talked to many of them on Thursday night after the game and on Friday. The Oakland Hard Jewelers Rolex time check, folks, is now three hours, 42 minutes until kickoff in the Caesar Superdome. I am anxious to see this team coming out against the Dallas Cowboys team that is 7-4, tops in the AFC East, and then NFC East, and this Saints team's lost four straight, trying to avoid five straight losses, and making that switch at quarterback I think could be a spark that is is the one that is able to take them over to the next level because it was your it's, only hope. Let's be honest. It's it, your only hope to win this game. Yeah, to it's, make that it's move. really hard to look at positives because of all the injuries. But I think that Taysom Hill back and what he means to this team and, the, and how he's able to uplift his teammates, like a Jameis Winston, very, very uh, loved in the locker room, obviously. I'm not saying that Trevor Simeon isn't. He just doesn't have, you know, the same time with these guys. More first take with Scott Alexander and Steve Geller here at the Rouses in the CBD here on WWL Saints Radio after the break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Back on first take, Steve Geller and Scott Alexander at the Rouse's Market in the CBD, getting you ready for kickoff in the Caesar Superdome against the Dallas Cowboys. And you are feeling lots of action in this city. We know it's building up for a uh, big-time game for this team. Saints have lost four straight, but you know that other than that Buffalo game, they were, they were almost in, you know, around in the other games. I know the Philly game looked a lot closer than it really yeah, they weren't really the in that game either. <laughs> so uh, I was like, wait a minute, now that year. I'm thinking about it. Early in the year against Carolina, that's what we said for weeks. It's like, well, the Carolina game is the only one we really weren't in. Even the losses, like the Falcons and, you know, the week after, they were close. But, yeah, we really haven't been competitive these last two weeks. And I, that's what I keep stressing. I can't imagine, besides the Sean Payton team ever losing five in a row, which they've never done, playing this poorly three in a row. Like, they've done two bad games in a row. Can they come out a third time and just lay a complete egg like they did against the Eagles and certainly last week against the Bills? Yeah, and I don't think that it's an effort issue from this team at all. It's not it's never like that. Not with this team. You're right. The, it's the, the, the want is obviously there. And even after when they were down early in that Buffalo game, the sidelines were still, you know, animated. The guys were still into it. But um, we, we saw what happened after that. Sustained beating they took in the first half, and it took their toll in the second half on this team. 
uh, against Buffalo. But you come into this game against the Dallas Cowboys team that's also been struggling, lost three of their last four. Right. And the last like I, eight games that these two teams have played have been seven losses. Is that Just let that sink in. I'm talking about Cowboys have lost. They're one and three in their last four. The Saints are 0 and 4. These are two very cold teams. I mean, that's one and seven in their last eight games combined. And Dallas definitely has the Washington football team creeping on them and then the, in the division. And I'm sure you saw last week, I was all happy to be home watching football on a Sunday. And I'm seeing highlights with the Eagles-New York Giants game. And I'm like, man, the Eagles are going to torch this Giants team. That's, what, that's, that's, that's why the NFL, incorrect. you just never know in the NFL. That's why I'm giving this Saints, you know, from the outside looking in, I'm sure all the money around the country when they found out Kamara wasn't playing is probably going high on the Cowboys. Oh, yeah, it's but already you know, gone up to now. You know, the Saints are a six-point underdog It'll be seven by kickoff, I promise you. You think it's going to climb up that high, huh? I think it's going to get close. I mean, people start betting you know, when we get close to the game, and now we're three hours away. So, yes, I think it's going to climb. But I'm just saying here, I'm trying to give you some hope because that's usually when Vegas gets to build their tall buildings and because <laughs> every fan that thinks that something's going to happen, it usually doesn't. And so I, I, I'm feeling the Saints are going to hard, and I think they're going to have a good shot to win this game. Well, they, they have to, obviously. We yeah. know there are struggles um, in, the, the, in the division as well, not only the um, – the NFC South, but they're going to have to win for playoff seeding um, your rankings with the, within the NFC. So you can't lose to these NFC teams when you start breaking down all the, the different factors when it comes to playoff positioning. I think the Saints would take a win over Jesuit right now. I mean, I, they just need a victory. <laughs> they just get, have to get in the W column just to prove that they can do it again. I mean, right now you start, start creeping in the doubt. You've lost four in a row. And these guys, there's certain guys on this team that's never happened to. I mean, Cam Jordan had it happen once, you know, maybe twice, but, but that's because he's been around for 11 years. So, I mean, during, so during, like, this little stretch here right now, does maybe some doubts start to creep in for them? You hope not, and that's why the coach is coming in to kind of alleviate that. But it's human nature. I mean, you're going to have some doubt. But they also have pride, and I really feel the pride thing. And there's a lot of skill still out there. I know it doesn't seem like it offensively, but – you have it on the defensive side of the ball. Mark Ingram is a proven player in the NFL. And if you don't think offensive linemen, which are unfortunately sometimes are very unheralded, when you watch that game, if you go back and watch every play like I did after the game, I went home and, and I brutalized myself and watched it. Poor Tony Jones Jr. I mean, I know he's not Alvin Kamara by any means. He's what was not it, 1.2 yards a carry? But it was, it was worse than that until that last drive, <laughs> you know, but nobody cared anymore. It was crazy. He had like... 12 carries for 11 yards or something at one point. And then he ended up with 27, which gave my fantasy thing another 1.6. But the fact is, is that he couldn't find a hole. I mean, I'm not saying, like I try to say, I'm not saying he's Kamara or even Ingram, but he's a pretty good running back. And, and these three offensive linemen being out killed not just Simeon, but it killed him as well. Well, it's going to have to be a mix of Tony Jones Jr., Mark Ingram, and Taysom Hill because we know. Ty Montgomery probably, yeah. Uh, put him in the mix as well. Right. But no Alvin Kamara for another game. And I, I can't stress how much, obviously, this hurts this team just because of what he is at running back, but also because what he does in the receiving game. I felt, I felt even somewhat confident. If when I thought Camaro was going to play, and, and even more confident when I thought the tackles were going to play, and even if you just had one, one of those of the tackles, tackles, I was hoping for one. Just give me one. It just took a lot of the air out of my balloon today when I found out that none of the three Pro Bowl players. That's going to stress this: Pro Bowl players are hard to find, and all three of those dudes are not playing. So it can't help but just to depress you a little bit. But that's when these other guys have to step up and, and create some holes for for Ingram, create some holes for Ty Montgomery. Just 
give these guys a little space. Uh, and unfortunately, like you said before, Demarcus Lawrence is coming back. This guy had 25 sacks in a two-year period just a few years ago. I mean, he can get to the quarterback. But you've got to establish the run, keep the ball out of the hands of Dak Prescott, try to ground and pound, and that's what they tried to do last week against the Bills. But they had no pound. They ran on first down every – I mean, it seemed like the entire first half. I mean, and, and they got one yard, no yards, minus something. They, they have to get some yards on first down because you become so predictable on second and ten, second 11, second nine. You have to get three or four or five yards, and then that opens up everything else in your second and third downs. Yeah, and this team just has been, um, you know, down, down to start games, and maybe they can harness that fourth-quarter energy – and start running the hurry-up offense to start the game. I, I don't know what Sean Payton needs to do to dig into his bag of tricks, but the, the offensive stuck-in-the-mud start to games has really come back to bit them. And that's why the change to Taysom Hill, I think, is going to be extraordinarily helpful because you don't have to be as predictable as a guy like that. You can do quarterback draws. You can do things that there's no way they're going to put in the playbook with Simeon at quarterback because he cannot – do those. He's not a runner. He can't do anything. When you have the threat of a guy running, which has become the thing in the NFL, right? Yeah. Back in 20 years ago, it was all guys like Tom Brady who could throw for yards. But, but now, when you have the threat of a runner, and Taysom is one of the best runners in the league, I don't care what anybody says, I'll put that up. This guy's got speed. He's got power. Uh, he is a difference maker player. But if you give that threat to the defense, as opposed to just stepping back three, you know, letting the defense read your eyes and throwing an out pattern or whatever it is, or not out, out you know, it just makes it all different, and it's going to be different tonight with Taysom Hill. Trust me on this. Scott Alexander, Steve Geller here at the Rouses in the CBD. Want to hear from you, Houdat Nation, on the Oakland Heart Talk, talk and text line 504-260-1870, getting you ready for a 720 kickoff in the Caesar Superdome as the Saints try and end a four-game skid against those hated Cowboys on WWL Saints Radio. Back after this. Back on WWL's first take here at the Rouse's in the CBD. Steve Geller and Scott Alexander leading you up to Thursday night football in the Caesar Superdome between your New Orleans Saints and the Dallas Cowboys. Hoping the New Orleans Saints can end a four-game skid, Scotty, and it has not been pretty the last couple games. Uh, Taysom Hill could be the big difference maker tonight. I mean, Taysom Hill is the spark they need. I mean, he is the guy that's going to have to be the catalyst for this team to do anything. I think Sean Payton had seen enough following that that last game against the Bills. I mean, they, they were flashes of Simeon having some good quarters, but they didn't see anything last game. And I listen, Taysom Hill gives you your only shot to have a chance to win this game. Yeah, unfortunately, on the offense, we know already we won't have Andrews Pete on the offensive line. Also, no Teron Armstead, no Ryan Ramchek, and unfortunately, no running back Alvin Kamara will be playing in this one. So we're going to be leaning heavy on a heavy dose of Taysom Hill and Mark Ingram. But we do have Mark Ingram. That's the key. Taysom Hill and Mark Ingram have to be the guys. And we, I know I feel like it's a broken record, but three receivers are capable, okay? And, and Deontay Harris, does he get that big play today or tonight? He needs uh, to. I've been waiting. Obviously, Callaway, you know, he's had – Callaway's had a bunch of touchdowns. They're just kind of in, inconsequential, actually. But he's getting there. And Traquan Swift is getting more and more. So Back yes. with more from Rouses here on First Take on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 